0: We're recording.
1: We're recording live.
0: Hello, and this, I guess, welcome to uh, recording live. I am Dexter here with Matt. Hello. And Lee.
2: Good evening.
0: Hey, Lee. And Lee's drawing right now. Are you doing like Draw Yeah. So uh, this that's is what I call Inktober, because it's well.
1: This is an sounds Inktober. Sounds better.
2: Well, I mean, there's all sorts of tobers now. I'm actually doing yeah. Jack Jacktober, which is, uh, I believe, Tom Scioli, the artist, uh, came up with it, which is uh, 31 days celebrating Jack Kirby.
0: So oh, cool,
2: cool. each See, each day is a different. That. Yeah, it's a different prompt, and day three is the thing. Okay. So I'm doing thing from the Fantastic Four right now, which honestly is a bitch to be on like just drawing all those rocks and chips and judging uh,
0: from i mean so i saw you did silver surfer yesterday yeah uh or at least recently and i just that too like looks difficult just because of all the shininess um yeah, like not, jack kirby just seemed to like want to torture himself by creating these difficult to draw
2: yeah I, I think so like <laughs> i don't know the man the, the man definitely uh he gave himself some uh, carpal tunnel, I would imagine, like, really badly. Yeah. So, hey,
1: Probably. Whatever. But I was yeah, that's, really uh, wondering why he, it's called Jacktober, because he, he wasn't born in October, and he didn't die in October. And then I forgot, oh, it's Tom Scioli. That's right.
0: What's up What's up with Tom Scioli?
1: Uh, Jack Kirby's his hero. That's how he bases his art on him.
2: Oh, okay. Well, and he, he recently released an autobiography – um, graphic novel about Jack Kirby in his uh, in Tom Scioli style. So, um, yeah, it's pretty sweet, pretty cool, 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 interesting. But yeah, that's all I've been up to—just drawing and enjoying October, watching a lot of scary movies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and Matt like to watch those scary movies, especially in October. Oh, um, I, mean. I find this a good month to try to ignore. Um, halloween themed things but <laughs> i don't know why like i think just for some reason uh growing up i watched um uh merry christmas charlie brown and uh i really really latched on to the whole commercialism the anti-commercialism theme in that movie um so most holidays if they get too commercialized they get a little annoyed for some reason
1: So holidays are
0: that's what holidays are yeah mostly uh, so yeah but um anyway that's yeah i'm, I'm just i'm just a wet blanket as all. yeah uh, dexter doesn't
1: want to talk about scary movies in october which is killing me because i would love to have conversations about scary movies but today we're uh because it's october we are going to talk about the scariest thing ever which is dc <laughs> trying to create an expanded uni- cinematic universe yeah the dc you
0: rom- uh if that's what it's called um so yeah okay that was a good segue matt uh so we're gonna be talking about the eight films uh and then a little bit of what's coming out i suppose so those movies would be man of steel batman v superman down of justice suicide squad wonder woman justice league aquaman shazam and birds of prey um and so i've if only you're s- gonna
2: say birds of prey say,
0: say the full title uh, well, on Wikipedia, it just says "Birds of Prey." Um,
1: it really does. <laughs>
0: Jeez. So what? It, uh, I can't remember. It's like the emancipation of somebody who shouldn't be in the movie. Yeah. Birds I mean, of Prey that.
1: and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, the most important member of the Birds of Prey in the DC history.
0: Yeah. So we can get to that uh, when we get to it. Let should we go with chronologically? I suppose. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's start. Uh, I guess, I mean, so to start off with, uh, we can give our opinions maybe of just the general DCEU. Um, I personally have not been a huge, like, I, okay. When it first started, I was, I was very excited cause I was excited about, uh, the, the potential of having a Batman that's going to last for a while. Uh, cause like, I got, I'm, I'm really tired of just all these reboots of Batman, uh, and so, obviously, I've become very saddened about how that seems to not be a thing. <laughs> um, but that being said, too, I, I've enjoyed the movies that I have seen for the most part. Uh, but I've only seen Man of Steel, Dawn of Justice, Wonder Woman, Justice League. Yeah, I've seen mean Justice League and Shazam. So a little over half. Um, but I don't know. I'm. I feel like I'm disappointed in where it's going. Um, and the movies that I haven't seen I haven't seen because I don't feel like they looked great, so I feel I, I'm, I'm a little uh, picky, I guess, when it comes to watching these films, whereas He's with... a
2: little jaded. A little jaded.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I, I probably am a little jaded with these films, I'm in mean, with D- the DC uh, live-action films in general, just because they just seem all over the place, and I think it's a little disappointing, too, because like I got into a couple of the TV shows and we're not tying those in at all, even though
1: we're invested in that which i was I going to ask are any of the live action dc shows that don't exist anymore because they're all canceled um were those still going i thought you told me the other day that they actually were getting rid of them all
2: no just just supergirl
1: oh okay well no no, no okay i don't no, mean the cw the, shows i mean the dc app shows like yeah no, they're
2: going stuff. to they're going to hbo
1: max yeah are those actually oh. in continuity with uh, the dcu no i don't think so
2: no, so so essentially what uh, was learned at the DC fandom is that basically everything is connected via the multiverse. Which I
1: is- was just going to say, is this a multiverse thing? Because that's <laughs> so many levels. That's like saying all the Marvel movies from Fox and all the previous MCU are all connected because multiverse. Yeah,
2: well, but DC was yeah. there first when it came to the multiverse, so...
1: Uh, let's not even start with that.
0: So, uh, yeah. So Matt, what's your opinion on the D on the, uh,
2: extended universe?
1: It's a wet fart.
0: <laughs> it's a what? <laughs> it's a
1: wet fart.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Lee, uh, I, I look, I'm going to be honest. I'm a DC Mark. I always have been. And if you don't know what a Mark is, by the way, that's a old wrestling term for, uh, being a big fan of a wrestler, but I'm a, I'm a huge DC boy fanboy. So, um, I loved man of steel. Mm -hmm. Like, I I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and from there on, I was, you know, I was a little disappointed with a couple of them, but overall, I think, I think they're doing fine. I think they're writing the course or writing the ship. So,
0: Yeah okay so then with that let's uh i guess jump into the the movies um do we want to just talk one by one or sure all right so man of steel uh i remember when that came out i was very excited and i think i saw that in the the theaters i actually own it i think it's the only one of those movies that i have uh yes the only dceu film i have have it on blu-ray um and i got it as a gift and i think it's the only reason why i have it um but i enjoyed it yeah it was a good movie um it i I, henry how do you pronounce his name carrie cavill i always want to say cavill uh like he looks really cartoonish i suppose which maybe was the point like just his muscles seem a little too too much but uh other than that like i thought the story was good it was a good movie it was enjoyable
2: you guys I like I said I love Man of Steel I think I think it's great and I know a lot of people had a problem with it because it was so dark, Um, Uh but I think it it kind of as much of a real world approach as you can give to Superman I think it kind of definitely hit that tone Uh Um, and I don't know I I love Michael Shannon so I thought him as Zod was amazing. Um, and the ending, you know, the spoiler alert, Superman kills and people freaked out because he ended up breaking Zod's neck.
1: Yeah. And
2: I like that ending because uh, you can tell in the movie and you can tell in the next movie that it affected Superman at a visceral level. And, like he was even he was upset with what he did and, and um, the ramifications of that. So,
1: oh, OK. Yeah. I, I'm going to interject real quick. His his feelings of ramifications and everything in the next movie is the outcome of extreme negative criticism for how uncaring he is for any innocent life in that movie except Lois Lane. Like, that movie was heavily criticized because Superman doesn't just kill Zod in that movie. He kills Thousands of people in that movie and doesn't care and like DC, just during the battle during the battles at yeah. Smallville and Metropolis. Yeah, you know what? And DC got I mean DC got heavily criticized by not just like regular but hey, everyone and that yeah. is why in the next movies they have to very much announce in scenes the area is evacuated. There's nobody in the area because Metropolis is just obliterated in that movie and Mm -hmm. he doesn't care. Can
2: I, can I, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there. We've all seen the Avengers.
1: Yes, but Avengers did it well, where there actually are consequences and they prepared for the consequences. That's a big difference with the Avengers movies is they didn't have two years of criticism. They literally led into the next year With the biggest event that happened in Marvel until Endgame or Infinity War, which was dealing with the Avengers breaking up because Mm -hmm. they don't agree with what the consequences were like. They actually didn't just hear people go
2: second movie was the consequences of Superman's actions with Batman v. Superman. You got the consequences. You got the consequences of uh, um, not only that. You go back and look, read, read uh, the Death of Superman book. Well, yeah, the Death of Superman series. The the entire town of Metropolis is laid to waste.
1: Oh, totally. But, like, the thing is, is that all of the stuff that happened later in Batman v. Superman was based on the fact that people were so upset with how uncaring Superman was in Man of Steel, which I'll jump in with my Man of Steel things. I was excited to see it. I had all the expectations that Lee had with going to it. Mm -hmm. I fell asleep during it. (laughs) And it wasn't during like, the slow parts of that movie, because, good lord, there's a lot of slow parts in that movie. Yeah. I fell asleep during the big battle at the end in the city. I fell asleep for ten minutes. I fell asleep right when pretty much he came back, started fighting, and I woke up with him and Zod, like, tumbling down to the planet after they rushed, after they fought on a satellite dish, on, a, like, a, um, a LexCore or Wayne Enterprise satellite. Mm-hmm. And... I hated the movie. Like I walked out extremely bitter from it, and I didn't go in unexcited. I mean, granted, this is a movie. Like this is like Zack Snyder's not a, a an awful director, but he's not a good director. Uh, but this is a movie that was co-written by Christopher Nolan and produced by Christopher Nolan, hot off oh. the the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, like, it wasn't. What,
2: it wasn't co-written. The story was, but well, the story uh, was. It, actually, yeah, it was actually it, well, written by David Goyer. David S. Well, Goyer.
1: There, there's another problem I have with a lot of these movies is they're handled still by David Goyer. But um, it's it's one of these things that like I went in like I'm not the biggest Superman fan. I like the Richard Donner versions. I like uh the Brian Singer movie Superman Returns. Yeah. Uh, I liked. So uh, you're the uh, one. Yeah. Right. Um. I, uh, I don't hate Superman, but he is one of my least favorite characters in comic books because he's kind of bland. He's, and, a, boring, he's a boring hero because he's he's just – he's too powerful. Oh, he is, but, I mean, the problem is, is I had the same problems that people did. I really didn't – I like Henry Cavill, though. Henry Cavill is – a wonderful actor and a, mm-hmm. a very lovely person. I mean, he's a big nerd. He, yeah. he missed his phone call being told he got the role of Superman because he was too busy playing World of Warcraft. That's awesome. Oh have he's seen, a huge video game. Have nerd. you seen
0: the 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 video of him building a computer to uh, Barry White? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah it's, hilarious. <laughs> it's there's yeah, Henry Cavill's wonderful and I think he looks like Superman. Yeah. But the portrayal of Superman in these movies. Is so bad, in my opinion, because he doesn't care. I mean, this is a dude who in the Man of Steel movie, he gets treated like a like he he gets he gets picked on by a trucker and he goes outside and destroys the guy's truck. He ruins the guy's job and career all because he poured water on him and. That's terrible, it's just, but you saw
2: Superman too, right, at the end of the movie where Superman goes back and beats the shit out of the guy, so
1: Yeah, but even so I mean, oh, I mean, we on him. He doesn't there. like he doesn't like ruin the guy. It's not like the guy's in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. It's not like he became Christopher Reeves. Um but it's, No <laughs> Um I very much did not like the movie. Like I went in very open-minded. I usually try my best to go into a movie very open, uh-huh. and I did, and I'm not kidding. I was that I found the movie to be exhausting, and that's why I fell yeah. asleep.
0: The, I, and all honestly too that fight scene went on and on and it didn't help like the weird music going on during it too.
1: Cuz that was kind of like the start of
0: that stereotypical just
1: like blah stuff. Yeah, I thought it was, well, Christopher Nolan, um, yeah. I very much thought it was a very poor Superman movie, but a wonderful live action Dragon Ball Z movie. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I it's, wouldn't know because I, I
2: don't, I,
1: I have taste when I watch my cartoons. I don't think you do. Uh, but I did like Zod. I did like Zod in the movie because he is—he's a great character. He's not just straight evil, but I mean, Terrence stance is still wonderful. Which,
0: yeah, I—it's funny because I don't have any memory of watching uh, the, I guess, old Superman movie with Zod in it, so I—I like, I have no concept of who Zod is other than just, oh, like I know such, who was.
1: he eats, He eats every minute of of time on when he's on camera. It's pretty wonderful. Okay, uh, it's a schlock.
0: yeah but like i i was very impressed with zod in this film just the character in general just because like he doesn't come off as a villain per se like he's just he's a guy who's just very indoctrinated i suppose in like what he believes and uh and he's just kind of got this like singular mission but he doesn't see like he seems to have like want to take care of like his own people and yeah
1: and he wants to kind of finish what he started which i would feel bad with except that he is krypton hitler because even his species thought he was a madman and a genocidal maniac
0: yeah and i mean and that's a good point but i i I guess i'm just saying he had depth i guess and i i liked that 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 the villain had depth and had a backstory eh?
1: yep (laughs) <laughs> That's about it. I mean, it's kind of middle of the road. You were kind of mad. Yeah. Lee loved it. I hated it, and yeah. it was just. I left the movie just going, "What did I watch?" And I'll, I'll admit, Henry Cavill, I think, and and uh, um, oh, I just forgot his name. I'm sorry, uh, Michael Shannon. Um, I thought they were great castings. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, I thought everyone else was pretty terrible though. Like I wasn't wowed by any of the other castings in the movie. Lois Lane. I don't. I'm not a big fan of Amy Adams, but she. He, she doesn't look like Lois Lane. She doesn't feel like no. Lois Lane in the movie. Okay. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. I just kind of problems with Perry White because as Lawrence Fishburne, he kind of he's kind of one note and everything. And <laughs> uh, I was trying to think. Uh I love Russell Crowe, and I think he did a pretty okay job. Yeah. Uh, but, I don't yeah, know Russell Crowe in movies always like everybody hates Russell Crowe just because of his per- his real life his real life personality yeah, he's got a terrible comedy. personality in real life yeah. he looks like John Goodman now
2: does he it's a little it's true but yeah so moving on all
0: right so then the next film being Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice um, was that really the next movie Yes. Yeah.
1: A uh, three year wait. gap.
0: Yeah, and we haven't had an actual Batman movie, have we?
1: Now uh, we're getting one. We don't know if it's going to be in continuity with this. No, it's not. It's one. not in continuity.
0: Well, but uh, okay. So not to dig too much into that one, but isn't uh, so we have Michael Ke-, Ke. No, what's his name? Michael Keaton. What? Ben Affleck. And Ben Affleck, they're going to be both be Batman in that movie. In the so, Flash. Yes. Wait, in the Flash. Yes. So, okay, just multiverse thing again. Um, fair. Uh okay, so Batman versus Superman was I guess then the first movie in the DCEU with Batman being Batman. Um and again, we have the problem with Batman killing a
1: bajillion people, right? I don't I I mean, no, I first things first. I don't know. Uh this wasn't supposed to be the next movie. No. No, it was supposed to be Man of Steel 2. Zack Snyder wanted to do Man of Steel 2. The studio mm. pushed to ha- introduce Batman, and so they had to—it the, yeah. took three years, and uh, uh, it's, some of the reasons for that was is because their original lineup was a little different. They weren't supposed to do, like, a pre-Justice League movie. They mm. wanted to do a Man of Steel 2. Snyder wanted to do it. studio said no, and so there was a lot of different negotiations. I mean, at one point, George Miller was supposed to do Man of Steel 2 mm. um, post— I think Justice League, like actual Justice League movie. Yeah. So they they already were kind of in a weird flux at the moment because Lee, you'll have to correct me, but Man of Steel wasn't even supposed to be the first of a DCU movie, wasn't it? Kind of it's no, supposed to be No, I think
2: it was always Was it, was it really? Always, yeah, I think it was always assumed that it was going to be the uh was going to be the start of the uh, okay. the, the series
1: with hmm. Nolan's name attached to a lot of these movies there was also rumors that maybe they might bring in Bale's Batman even hmm. though i think most people dismissed that instantly because they didn't it really want to it does well no it does because man of steel was was made to have the same tone as the Dark Knight movies, like
2: yeah, but the problem is, is the Dark Knight movies are so rooted in realism. Attempted yeah.
1: at realism, it's I like, would say more than anything. But yeah, can't really
2: he, can't really do much with them.
0: Yeah, and I'd say in those in those in the Nolan Batman movies, it would have been really weird to have Superman show up. Like it just wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't to me. fit. Yeah.
1: No. Well, I mean, that was also the same problems with the Marvel movies where Favreau and uh, Robert Downey Jr. did not want Iron Man and Tony Stark to be in Avengers and stuff because they yeah. felt they made a very realistic first movie.
0: Yeah. And the first Iron Man was like that, but they were able fairly successfully, I'd say to be able to kind of like morph it into, they had to start
1: squinting their eyes.
0: Yeah. And, and it, yeah, but like, and, and I get that too, because I'm, um, after the first Iron Man movie, I, my wife and I went and saw that, and I had a hard time getting her to watch any more movies because she didn't like, like it made her uncomfortable how realistic it was. Yeah. Uh, and she didn't like all the terrorism and stuff in it. And, and like, I get that. Um, But like, yeah, it, it felt more like, I guess uh, a Tom Clancy thing, I suppose.
1: Yeah. And yeah, they, Uh, but yeah, they, they but. finally managed to get Batman. And I think mm-hmm. one of the, for like uh, the first things that was announced was Ben Affleck as Bruce Wayne, and Which then one of the fir-
0: nobody was happy with for some reason.
1: No, well, it's Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck has kind of an up and down history, uh, and he stepped yeah. away from acting not completely. He it's not like he stopped acting, but he uh-huh. stepped away from acting for a long time, uh, for about four or five years, and focused on directing. And Ben yeah. Affleck is an amazing filmmaker. He is yeah, yeah. an amazing director, and when they announced it. I don't remember if I was positive or negative about it, but I remember the first picture they revealed was him standing next to the Batmobile in black yeah, and white. I remember
2: that. Picture, and that yeah. was an
1: instant meme and uh, good memes though. Fun memes, but yeah,
2: well, but it was so, it was the first time. Yeah. And I'm a huge Batman fan. It was the first time that I saw the Batman from the comics. In a movie. Yeah. Because while the the Batman movies are great, we've never had a Batman movie where it was he's a detective and you can see him doing detective work in the movie. Uh, But you never had a movie where, you know, Batman was in his, you know, with the the dark cowl and the the gray uniform, gray suit. I mean, and it was like Frank Miller's Dark Knight come to life the first time I saw those pictures. And I was like, this is amazing.
1: Yeah, that was the goal of it to try and adapt somewhat of Frank Miller. I mean, that's what the movie is. That fine, um huge chunks yeah. of Batman v Superman are adapted scenes from uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, it's there's a lot of Dark Knight Returns there. Uh, yeah, no, and I would say too, like I think that was the most exciting thing, especially seeing Ben Affleck in costume for the first time, was like this is the first Batman that looks like Batman. Yeah, and and I think we really lost that with the Christopher Nolan movies because like he, I, I never felt like Batman looked like
1: Batman in those movies. They gave him that neck and it really changed things. Yeah,
0: I think that was the problem.
1: Maybe they gave him, <laughs> gave him a turtle neck. Yeah,
2: you make it, you make it so he can see, and that's just not cool. <laughs>
1: turn turn hey, his we head.
0: We lose him in our comic book movies, Lee.
1: <laughs> but uh, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, so Batman v Superman, a oh yeah, that's a that is that is shot on film. Yeah,
2: and I we should mention though, for all of its flaws, it was a big hit. Um, Yeah, it didn't make as much as they thought it would, but I think it made like it was like three twenty something. I can't remember exactly. I don't have it in front of me, but um
1: uh. um, I, I'm
2: talking domestic. I'm not talking worldwide. So, um, but it was it was a hit, and you know DC of course is going to be um, they they're going to give a follow up. And honestly, there are some things in that movie they did phenomenally. Uh, one of them was it, it has the best Batman fight scene I've seen in a movie, which is the warehouse scene.
1: Yeah, the only scene in a movie
2: um no I, I disagree wonder woman is amazing like the the that was a great introduction the, the introduction to wonder woman is done so well yeah um the only my, my well my biggest concern is is doomsday because that's not doomsday and they just tried to yeah. shoehorn her in the death of superman into the second superman movie and it was like it, it didn't feel yeah like it should
0: the, yeah and Yeah, I I remember feeling like Doomsday felt very forced, like, uh, yeah, shoehorned is a good way of saying that he was put in there, Um, and uh, I never really felt like he needed to be there, but it was a good mechanism to, I guess, introduce Wonder Woman, but they could have still introduced her as, like, uh, uh, you know, as, like, somebody to show up and be all like, hey, guys, stop fighting, I suppose, but, like, if it was just Batman versus Superman. I would have liked the story better. I feel like if it was just Batman versus Superman and
1: no Doomsday, but that's kind of what everyone was expecting. Yeah, it's uh, I, I um, but no, I, overall, it's
2: it's not a great movie. It's 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 not as bad as people make it out to be. It's not the worst superhero movie of all time. Um, yeah, but. It is it is a slog. It is a tough one to get through because especially like the director's cut, which is like
1: three and a half hours long. Three and a
2: half hours, so
1: <laughs> Yeah, which I don't this understand. Is... It's longer, but I I am kind of baffled by it. And you know what? I'm in the minority here. I have no problems with Doomsday in this movie. Okay. Because he's not a character. No, and he's not. he's not a character in the movie. And he's, he's, just a, he's just an unstoppable force, and he is that in the movie. I don't really care that his origin's different, because, I mean, Superman's origin in these movies is different. You know, he's secretly sent to Earth to conquer it, and that's not Superman's origin. And so, I, I don't know. I don't have problems with Doomsday in this movie. He's he's just—I mean, should he be in this movie? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think he should be, because you can't make a movie all about Batman uh, against Superman, because— You have to have them stop fighting to stop something worse. And that's what this movie is. And I hate this movie. This movie's a piece of shit. But (laughs) I don't have a problem with the last 30 minutes of it. Uh, Because, I mean, that is is most Batman v Superman media comic books and stuff. When they do fight, other than the Dark Knight Returns, I should say, but that is them having 40 years of friendship behind them. Uh, But you look at Uh, certain comics and stuff where they fight or anything or just any kind of fan thing. I mean, fan thing, but they fight and then they stop because they have to stop something else. Well, that's why I didn't have a problem with that. That's and, always what any of
2: these versus movies are.
1: Oh, totally. 100%. These verse move, that's all verse movies in general, but it's not a yeah. bad formula. It's a decent formula, but I they're can gonna have fight until
2: they're like, Oh, that guy's worse. I'm going to why don't we team up and beat that yes. guy.
1: Up? And that that's it's generic. It's cliche, but it does work. And for me, it did work in this movie. And I understand you Dexter saying, well, wonder woman could t- stop telling, knock it off. She's going to get caught in the crossfire, but let's, uh, and I, I omit dark Knight returns into that formula. Because Dark Knight Returns ends with Batman dying, with quotes. Um, (laughs) And that's how the fight ends. Batman's heart gives out, and he dies. And that's how their fight stops. And you're not going to do that. Instead, you're going to reverse it and have Superman's heart stop. But uh, I didn't have a problem with that formula. I have so many other problems with it. It is super bloated. It is not a three-act structure film, which it needed to be. Um, (laughs) And the worst thing about this movie is lex luthor and i'm not just saying it because of jesse eisenberg his whole motivation is just you can't see him, my arms are all over the place because that's what he is and yeah yeah you know oh he's he in a jar in the movie that's a thing yeah. in the movie he's he in a jar no it's lemonade i'm gonna be, I, I actually liked eisenberg oh i'm crazy uh, you like Jesse Eisenberg though, and you're fully aware that I hate him in any movie he's in though. I,
2: I liked it because it was a it was an interesting. It wasn't the same old same old. It wasn't it wasn't Kevin Spacey trying to play Gene Hackman, which which was what Kevin Spacey did in Superman Returns. So
1: well, he's playing the same character.
2: Yeah, well, he's playing freaking Gene Hackman.
1: Um, well, he's supposed to be. Yeah, kind of like t- how t- Brendan Ruth arguably is playing Christopher Reeves
2: but uh it was something really, and, and i liked sequels, it sequels yeah it wasn't just a it wasn't just a freaking i you know i'd almost more compare this this lex Luthor to the joker than i would to any previous iteration of the it, it of
0: did lex feel Luthor. more like the joker yeah and i think oh, I yeah. mean, and i think that's the problem with it is because like we already have that character and it's the joker
1: He's jittery millennial Lex Luthor. And I remember when yeah. that movie came out and people didn't like his performance, so many people were like, well, did you hear? He's Lex Jr. There's another Lex Luthor. And it's like, that's never happening. That's never going to be in another movie.
2: You know, but the thing is, is that we do have a Joker in this world. And it's nothing have- like Jesse Eisenberg. So.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, so speaking
2: of. And that brings us to our next movie.
1: I Well, uh, I would say that I would like to see it. My version of Lex Luthor... Isn't Gene Hackman Kevin Spacey, even though I do like that version, my version of my perfect version of Lex Luthor would be Bruce Timm's Lex Luthor, where he's always in his office. He's very straight faced. Like I always imagined Brian Cranston as a wonderful Lex Luthor. I remember people that was a popular opinion with a lot of people. I would have liked a Lex Mm -hmm. Luthor that just was a stone face. He's just straight the whole time. And he's he's manipulating everything around him. I would have liked that personally. But yeah, the
2: clancy Brown one is really good. I it's agree. a
1: really good one. It's so uh, weird, though. Like it was like Alex Luther that they just said, "What if we made him black?" Like that I was don't such he's black. He's just black. Elect- he, he's like brown skin. Nah, I think he, I don't think he was ever. I believe really he's ever. black.
2: What, I mean they did whitewash
1: about? him in the I think the Justice League show but anyway yeah I mean we can talk I mean that 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 Justice League is I mean not just like Donna Justice that's a movie that people have dissected for the past uh, four years so yeah we don't need to do that anymore no and I don't want to either uh, but yeah so, the next movie we have is uh, four five months later four and a half yeah, months later the, which I yeah suicide
0: I'm yeah, Suicide Squad which I feel like I need to go I need to watch now because after seeing the teaser at least for Suicide Squad 2 I'm actually kind of excited but the the problem that I had and the reason why I didn't want to watch Suicide Squad is cuz it just looked like they were trying to do Guardians of the Galaxy which they're finally doing with Suicide Squad 2 because they got the director of Guardians of the Galaxy.
2: If, yeah, but if you watch that movie, it's it's nothing like Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Yeah, uh, but that's just... That's what the trailers... like. It's like that's what they were trying to get across. And it's just like...
2: They did have... So I think what they were trying to do with it, and it fell was they were trying to do the Dirty Dozen. That makes... Yeah, yeah. And so you got all these, you know, villains that are trying to uh one up each other each scene. Um and there are standouts, don't get me wrong. Like uh Captain Boomerang I thought was phenomenal in the movie. One of the
1: best. He's one of the best in the movie.
2: He's he makes the movie better. Um and which that honest, actor Mark, is a
0: good actor that they got for that.
2: Yeah, and Margot Roby was amazing as Harley Quinn. I will stand by that. She was is this this very is the
0: first this is the first movie with Harley Quinn?
2: Yes. Yes.
0: I guess there's only been two then. Uh, yeah. Yes. Okay. That's funny. I feel like we've had, like, 50.
1: Yeah, we've only <laughs> had two. It's everywhere <laughs> now, so it kind I'm of I'm really tired away. of it. <laughs> I but think Bartle is a good cast. I just yeah. think appearance-wise, she looked like shit. Yeah, they yeah. tried to
2: make it more punk rock, and
1: I, I don't know why they did. Um. Yeah, it made him look like J- her and the Joker juggalos.
2: Um... Joker, you know, I'll, I'll give him props for trying something new with the Joker. You had but, to. Uh, yeah. I, I liked I liked aspects of it. Like there were some parts of the Joker I really liked. And if I think if they would have had the time to explore the character more, it would have been better. Which, he's barely in the movie, right? He is barely uh, in the movie, uh, but they minutes, cut out I think. Yeah, but they cut out like a ton of footage of him, I guess, to the point yeah. where David Ayer has basically said they could have made it an additional movie just about the Joker with footage they cut. Yeah. See, so. uh,
0: if I had known that, I probably would have gone to go see it. But, like, I just, I don't know. I, I just was not sold on that Joker. And I just, and I, I do not like Jared Leto. I cannot stand that yeah. guy
2: as an actor. Well, he, uh, he's barely in it. Like, yeah. literally.
1: He's scattered throughout it. Like, he has probably ten scenes. But the, oh. some of them are only, like, minute and a half scenes oh, okay yeah yeah i mean he literally probably has less than 10 minutes of screen time i think i like i mean i don't I really know why people don't like jared little i really do i think he's an amazing actor uh in the right movies yeah i think he would have been a perfect joker get rid of the tattoos pull the grill off put him in a standard suit that's a good looking joker
0: yeah We'll make him yeah, into the true. dark, the Dark Knight Rise or Returns Joker, like which is what they were kind of going for. Yeah, yeah. they just I kind mean, of like it. made it weird.
2: Yeah, they were trying to make him more of a, a crime boss and yeah. not so much of a, a lunatic fringe crazy which, person.
0: I I guess I always took him as a crime boss. Like
1: I, I, I mean, he he's always had. In the way is
2: he always has his 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 gang of uh, of uh minions and thugs yeah. that which do his bidding. So.
1: Which I really liked in the Nolan movies where he does have thugs. Yeah. But because you have to ask yourself a lot of times. Who signs up for these crazy bastards? And yeah. like, you really do got to wonder, it's like, who signs up for them? Like, yeah, it's not. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. But I liked the Nolan movies where he recruits mental patients.
2: Yeah, yeah. worked out well.
1: And it, yeah, I know. But like, yeah, his minions in the movie, one, they're mental patients. But they also look like troubled youth. So yeah. that, that kind of worked for me. Uh, crime Boss Joker, it is – a lot of people have problems with it at the get-go. Mm-hmm. I personally did too, but I also need to understand that, yeah, the Joker is a crime boss in old DC. He's still doing yeah. terrible, crazy, zany things, but he's yeah. a crime boss. Right. And uh, But, yeah, I didn't like his appearance whatsoever. But uh, I, I don't know. It's just like personality wise, I didn't have problem with him. I hated the way he looked though. But anyway, he's yeah. not even in the fuck. He's he's not yeah, even. I was say, the what, so what squad. was the
0: movie even about?
1: It was about. oh so Amanda, man, Amanda It, it Palmer, doesn't make a lot of sense. She,
2: she drafts or drafts. She she gets all these um, felons and criminals together um, because they need to stop the I man. What's her name? No, no, that's. Is it the Empress? That, yeah, uh, the Enchantress.
1: Enchantress. The Enchantress.
2: Sorry, Empress is Marvel. Um, but they're here to stop the enchant the Enchantress, and um, basically they're using these criminals because they're expendable. I mean, it's you know it's a Suicide Squad. They, nobody's gonna miss them if they die. So, um, so you get an introduction, and I will say the introduction. Yeah, night bud. I just like goodnight to my son on camera and on. On radio, <laughs> um, but you you do get a, a great introduction. Like the, the 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 credits are really good, I will say. Like I enjoy the credits for the movie, just the introductions to the characters. Um, but uh, so they she gets this group of people together. Uh, so there's the enchantress, there's boomerang, uh, there's um, Will Smith playing Deadshot. Um, there is. Croc, uh, Croc, and Harley Quinn of course, and then there uh, Jack Flagg, who is the uh, good guy in the group. He is the one that's leading them. He's the army or you know military man. Uh-huh. Um, and then with him is also, oh man, I can't think of her. She, she wears the Kabuki mask. Is, is her name Kabuki? I can't Tatana. remember. Tatana. 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 Uh, mm-hmm. So. You know, you got this crazy group of people, uh, and then there's also one more that is literally killed within the first, like, two minutes of them coming in, into the scene of the of the action. And it's basically just, they, they get thrown into the city to stop the Enchantress, who's raising, like, these dark minions to conquer the world, and um, it's just so disjointed and so forced mm-hmm. at times, and literally, the, the characters are not likable for the most part, because it's hard to make a bunch of bad guys likable. Um, but they is, make a few.
0: That's weird, I think, because, like, I don't know. Like So one of the reasons why I wanted to see the movie was because uh, Killer Croc is in it. He's, like, my Jamie. favorite Batman villain of all time. Love him. Uh, and, and the reason is is because he's a likable villain, because his backstory is really sad. And, like, the whole reason he's a villain is just because, like, he's a monster and people treat him like one. So then he acts like one. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Uh, And so, and then when the movie came out, I heard like really like just that in particular, they did his character horribly. And so that was just like another reason why I guess I didn't want to see it It was just, uh, it sounded like it ruined my favorite character.
2: Yeah. they made him a, they made him a big, like, you know, I don't know if he was a gang member or not, but they just made him like a big hulking guy who, just like to get off on killing people basically yeah so so
0: like they took his backstory and didn't give it to him
1: yeah i'm well i i have to stop right now okay how dare you lee what how dare you remember slipknot but you don't remember el diablo oh yeah
2: sorry i forgot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Slipknot, and I totally forgot El Diablo, who probably has the biggest
1: scene in the movie. By- he does! He's got a lot of prominent scenes, and you forgot him, but I also Holy have to correct God. you. I have to correct you in your synopsis for the movie. The This task force is not created to stop the Enchantress. It's dumber than that. This task force is created and funded by the government because Superman dies, and she pitches to the government to recruit Felons, murderers, right. and criminals to okay. create their own superhero team. So it's that's just right. It's just it's really uh, dumb. It's this I is a black say. ops unit in the comics. This is not a superhero squad. This is a squad yeah. sent in to stop things. And if and and the only reason they exist is because they are expendable. Yeah. And they're all given a chance to do this they get bombs implanted in their head yeah. and they're not fighting for their freedom they're fighting to just shorten their life sentences and yeah. it's a uh, yeah it, it's a really like i remember i mean i read suicide squad i actually read suicide squad for a couple years and that is kind of the the plot of it yeah they're sent in to do these jobs that they don't want to send people who are inexpendable, which would be anyone but them. Yeah. But, yeah, this whole thing is created. The Enchantress is brought in because she joins the team, not because she's a criminal, but because she's possessed by this crazy ancient, uh, ancient thing. And they have control over her because they have her, like, weird voodoo ball- doll statue. Mm-hmm. And she takes over her full possession and steals her statue. And she creates a stereotypical uh, sky beam. And she's going to do stuff. And of this is also the second movie with Ben Affleck Superman. With Ben, yeah. a- I'm mean, sorry, Ben Affleck Batman.
2: Yep. Yeah, he's barely in it, isn't he? Uh, yeah. so, well, it's actually it's it's the second movie with Affleck's Batman. But it's the first movie with The Flash. Mm-hmm. So the is Flash is, is actually in it in sec- for, like, mm, he's, for like... He's in Donna like, Justice. Right. But
1: not prominently like barely he's in two yeah. scenes he's in security cam footage and then he gives batman his weird vision that was completely forgotten. Yeah, but this
2: is actually the first one yeah. where he actually like <sighs> communicates and talks that's not just craziness
1: yeah i i saw the movie i was it was like the problem with it is i don't like really like david ayer as a director i think he's kind of a He's, he's kind of a jackass, and he is. I mean, he is. He's, he's down making Netflix movies now because of his. he's ruined his reputation for a lot of stuff, and mainly because of this movie because he doesn't know how to talk in front of public, and he screamed F Marvel in front of an entire crowd of people, which, yeah, guess what? You ain't making any movie that's going to be produced by Disney or any of their associates, and that's probably 80% of the film industry now. So I saw the movie – yeah, it, it, everything Lee said is 100% true. The only thing that I really took from it is, it is so dark. Not in tone-wise, visually. It is an ugly uh, movie. It looks like the film was ran through mud. And, hmm. yeah, I, I really w- just was so put off by it. It's I'm, I'm looking forward to the sequel, though. I'll, I'll see the sequel, because... Yeah. I don't know what to think about that trailer, but yeah, that's a thing. Everyone looks like everyone looks like shitty cosplayers and when lee t- called me while we were working and said have you seen the trailer i said no i'm working he's like later on when you're done look at that trailer and i did and i think my mouth was just dropped the whole time because it looks
2: like, amazing and they've already announced that they're doing a spin-off series with john cena's character for hbo max
0: oh, jesus what is his char- there's so many characters like uh, there's got to be at least 20 people in the next movie. So are still not listed.
2: God, I can't think of his name. It's the character that the comedian was in Watchmen because, you know, the Watchmen was actually based on a bunch of old um, yeah, Carlton characters that DC bought. And it was oh, – I can't think of his name. But the comedian was the character that Alan Moore created based on this old Charlton. Oh, character. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Wow! Now that you talk about that, I am imagining the Minutemen in Watchmen, and it's like, yeah, that's the Suicide Squad. These shitty old-looking costumes. Yeah, the trailer is pretty
2: good. It's just uh, there is a lot, and if I'm not mistaken, Nathan Filion's character, uh, TDK, is is a is a, a creation for the movie. It's not an established DC character. I'm not surprised mm-hmm. by that whatsoever. But that, I hear that
1: sounds like something James Gunn would do for one of his best friends. The rumor
2: uh, is, the the rumor is, is that he is a version of the character Arm Fall Apart or uh, uh, Arm Fall Flat or something from the. That's Marvel, isn't it? No, I don't think so. Yeah. It is. No, it's from uh, it's from Legion of Superheroes.
0: Oh, like is it that the guy who just rips his arm off and like beats people with it?
2: Something like that. Yeah. I might, like,
0: it's a yeah. Anyway, uh John John Cena, right? That's what you said. He yes. plays Peacemaker.
2: Peacemaker, thank you.
1: I kinda wanna see it for John Cena, because I actually think John Cena's a really good actor. He's a
2: good oh, actor. Yeah, he's, he's good times. He's he's funny and charisma charismatic. Uh I think it's gonna be great. I'm looking forward to uh to seeing Cena play Peacemaker. Uh Idris Alb. But honestly hit. I'm looking forward to Sean Gunn playing Weasel.
1: That yeah. thing looks like a taxidermy. That thing looks like a shitty taxidermy. Oh, that's uh, creepy. Well, that's weird. the point. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, it looks like a. It looks like a, someone tried to make their own Rocket Raccoon movie. Like you gotta, cool movie. You give, he
2: is Rocket Raccoon. <laughs> you got to give props to James Gunn because you look at this movie, and then you go and look at like the source material, and a lot of these characters are pretty
1: damn faithful to the source material which baffles yeah. me because there are some things that shouldn't be adapted <laughs> every single right. character in this movie looks like a character that shouldn't be adapted <laughs> and i'm not trying to make throw shade at it they all look like shit because they're supposed to look like shit yeah
2: <laughs> well so, um, after suicide squad we I believe we're into the justice league now. No, uh, we're into
1: wonder, wonder woman. woman. And wonder woman, that's right. It came out first. The original I justice league. I'd never seen wonder woman. So my opinion is nothing. I haven't seen it, unfortunately. And I apologize. Uh, I had a month to watch it and I did. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. Wonder woman. Uh, I was very excited for this movie and I went and saw it in the theater. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm, I'm a big fan, I guess of it. Uh, and like I, I think I like I like it as a period piece I suppose and in all honesty it kind of felt like Captain America, uh, just yeah. because like we we just had another World War Two movie come out and it was Captain America. Uh, what well, was World War One movie? So nice try. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was wait which one was World War One? Captain America.
1: Wonder Woman what? was World War One.
0: Wait they had, okay whatever.
1: Captain uh, America is World War Two yeah, yeah, fighting yeah. Germans and Wonder Woman is World War One fighting Germans.
0: Of course. Um, so anyway, yeah. So the I, I thought it was a good story. Uh, like, um, I, I think like the villains were again kind of weak, as
1: I feel like a lot of these um, DC movies are. That's uh, one thing I heard about the movie. I hadn't seen it, but I heard that the movie's really good up until like the last twenty minutes. And Ares becomes, and I don't not- mean to sound negative, but he becomes this next higher villain
0: well From yeah where? so like the whole movie like she's kind of she knows she's looking for Ares but they you never see him you never find him Sh- she's like the only one that insists he's there and she's really going after yeah. the scientist instead uh, and then just all of a sudden at the very end like Ares like this guy uh, who's in the movie is just like coolest, by like. the way I'm Ares and then he like turns into this giant flame monster and it's just like where did like what is going on <laughs>
1: I'm sad that I still, still haven't seen funny. this because it's got Danny Houston in it. And I really like any movie he's in. I it's
0: tried true. to get you to go watch it when it came out. You refused. Uh,
1: I just didn't want did. to. I mean, I just yeah, didn't exactly. want to. I was burned out.
0: I, and yeah, it did come out at a time when what? Yeah. Cause we just had, uh, yes. Yeah, the, so in 2000, 2016, we had suicide squad and Batman, of justice, I suppose. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: and, yeah and then this came out in 2017 with justice league on its tails, so it was a lot all at once yeah um and the thing too about wonder woman that i think got a lot of flack was like that one scene in particular where she goes out and uh into no man's land and in between the trenches uh and all she has is her shield and like she's just getting tons and tons of like uh, machine gun fire. Stay uh, him a little lower, you can
1: take her kneecaps out.
0: Yeah. But the thing is is like she's what, half goddess if not full god like she's a god, technically, isn't she?
1: She's the daughter of a god. Yeah. She's like Hercules.
0: So like, I mean, that's the argument, I suppose. I, I also look at this as it's a comic book movie. Uh, that was a very moving scene, honestly.
2: I Yeah enjoy. honestly it's just you can't look and you can't dig deep into those scenes because yes. you're just gonna I mean do you think the scenes in Braveheart look like that in real life? Probably not.
1: <laughs> so. There was way more rape. Um, That's true. <sighs> but.
0: I guess, uh, uh, yeah, William Wallace is actually really, uh, very tall, and the, the Scottish people think it's hilarious that um, – Mel
2: Gibson, Gibson played him.
0: Mel Gibson played him because he's so short, yeah.
1: Well, they also don't like the fact that there's a Mel Gibson statue of William Wallace in Scotland, and it constantly gets vandalized – Where's that? Yeah, well, it's somewhere okay. in Scotland. Someone made a sculpture, someone made a really? statue, a bronze or steel statue, and put it in Scotland. And they have to put it in a cage because the natives of Scotland <laughs> keep vandalizing <laughs> it. The they very much don't want it maybe there. Maybe
2: don't, maybe don't make a statue of an anti-Semite, like. <laughs>
1: well, no, it's not even anti It's not even like current Mel Gibson. This thing was like 20 years old, and yeah. people of Scotland, it would be like, a, um. Uh, it would be like putting up uh, a statue of uh, 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 FDR, and it looks like John Voigt from uh, Pearl Harbor. Like, they, they're very, like, the people of Scotland are very insulted that this thing exists, and they're always petitioning to get rid of it, and they can't. So people keep vandalizing it, and they have to put it in an iron cage at night so people don't destroy it. <laughs>
2: So
0: anyway, uh, Wonder That's Woman.
2: It's a fun tangent.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, okay, so yeah, I assume Lee, you've seen it. Yeah, I, lo- I thought Wonder Woman was great. Um, yeah. I, w- you know, it's it's just a good, well-rounded movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it suffers from the the um, thing that so many movies nowadays suffer from, which is just a over CGI'd
1: finale. Yes, so. yes. We're never going to get rid of that, though, sadly. Yes.
0: Uh, okay, so yeah, moving on. And, <laughs> oh, is Justice Lee
2: talking? League is he, was he cutting out? <laughs> Am I here? He <laughs> cut out. Can <laughs> you <cut>. hear?
0: <laughs> yeah, we can hear you now. Okay, so what did you say?
2: <laughs> I said the success of Wonder Woman made me think that, that uh, uh, Justice League
1: was going to be huge. yeah. It should have been. And then it I mean it's still it's getting a second chance.
0: Are they doing another Justice League?
1: Just the Snyder cut.
0: Oh yeah. Are they do- I heard they're doing reshoots for that.
2: Yeah, they're doing some small pickup shots from what I've heard.
0: Oh man. Anyway, uh yeah, so Wonder Woman, is there anything left there?
2: Um I don't think so. Oh, it's a great movie. Great writing. Yeah. Great.
0: Script. I oh yeah. I enjoyed Chris Pine as Steve Trevor. He did yes. a great job as Steve Trevor.
2: Uh, by the way. Yeah, and uh, so was uh, is it Artemis? Is that the is that uh, Robin Wright? Right. Ra- uh, uh, the villain? No, the uh, Robin Wright was really good in it. Yeah. But there was another Amazon. I can't. I thought it was Artemis. Oh. But... Um. Yeah, I think
0: I know what you're talking about. And? But,
2: uh, it's been, like, I'll be honest, I haven't watched Wonder Woman in a long time. <laughs> yeah. So I can't yeah. remember a ton, but.
0: Um, okay, so then that led into Justice League. Yep.
2: Uh, Justice
0: League. Which had a, a, okay, so we kind of alluded to being excited, or that you, Lee, were excited for this, but it kind of had its issues, because this was the one, right, where the director, like, dropped halfway through
1: no yeah so uh, it was Snyder. supposed, to, it was yeah, supposed to be a Snyder two-parter movie and well they were going to do a two-parter they after Donna justice didn't do too well uh they they said nope we're going to do one movie uh then in the spring eight months before it was going to be released zach snyder's daughter committed suicide right, and yeah. he Sadly. left production he could he, he wanted to leave he did they brought in Joss Whedon to Mm -hmm. finish up the finish touches up, touching up the movie. And they ended up reshooting probably about a uh, quarter of it. Yeah. And there's, there's always been discussions. I don't like thinking that they were going to do this, but there were rumors that he was going to be replaced anyway by Whedon. Nobody knows if that's true or not, but there was discussions that Mm -hmm. he was already on his way out the door during filming or post-production and they were already going to bring in Whedon to do it. I none of that's confirmed. They can't confirm that. It's only been it's only hearsay. Mm. But Whedon came in, did a ton of reshoots, did a ton of rewrites. Movie kind of went through hell, even in post production, because they needed to do reshoots with Henry Cavill, but he mm. was in the middle of produ- of shooting a Mission Impossible, yeah, and they the they yeah, initially the put in his contract he couldn't shave. Yeah, and he had facial hair in that movie, so they had to go in and spend mustache. $10 million to uh, digitally remove his mustache. It It, it was is the, bad. It, it is the worst kind of $10 all- million dollars ever spent. Yeah, it's <laughs> terrible, and the movie came out – again, I'm going to say this again. It's a movie that ha- doesn't have three acts. It's kind of all over the place. Yeah. It visually, it does look pretty because they took the darkness – there are bad scenes in it, though, and I'm talking about visually, where Snyder shot so much of this crap in the darkness in the night because that's what he wanted to do. He wanted to keep his movies consistent. I understand that. But mm. they amped up trying color. to make it look day- like daylight in a lot of scenes. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I mean, you, they it, visually— It was very ugly. <laughs> it is very ugly. It's very staticky in some spots, and mm. they tried to brighten up as much as possible, like Wonder Woman's colors— are so vibrant, and I'm saying that in a good way because their costumes kind of muted and yeah. kind of drabby looking in Donna mm-hmm. Justice and in Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman, I'm letting I'm okay with that because it's a set in, a, in World. War, <laughs> sorry, set during World War One. In this movie, she's wearing that same costume, but mm-hmm. they digitally altered it to just pop, and it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I love the mm-hmm. way it looks, and they did re- do some reshoots with uh, Gal Gadot to, um make her more prominent, which was a good thing because wonder woman did so well.
0: Yeah.
1: But the thing about it was, is it's kind of all over the place. And yeah, I would honestly have rather They had just kept Snyder's version of it because bringing Joss Whedon in, here's the thing. You can tell the
2: movie is two directors because there's no single
1: vision. Yeah. You can, you can see scene for scene what was Whedon and what was Snyder and they're not the same kind of director. Joss Whedon is a very different director than Snyder, and it is so blatant in this movie. And I, I, we'll, we'll talk about the Snyder cut at the end, but you, you don't even need to know that, like some of the stuff that was reshot. Well, you do. You can tell, but you can see the influence Whedon had in it, where they completely redesigned the main villain, not just replace him, but redesigned him. He looks like shit.
0: And yeah, there,
1: yeah. Was, there were some bad decisions, was like
0: Steppenwolf, right?
1: Yes, Steppenwolf, uh, his uh, Darkseid's uncle or nephew or cousin. And it's so weird, the fact that he does look more comic book faithful in the the Joss Whedon version. But the problem is he looks way too CGI. It's not even to a point where you start getting Uncanny Valley feeling. But the problem also is the actor who played him, that dude's like 75 years old. He did the motion capture. But he was never on set with anyone else. He shot everything in a capture suit on a different set, no mm-hmm. interaction with anybody, and you can kind of get the feeling of that. Yeah. But there's a lot of it, problems they did with Justice League. That said, best things in the movie to me are once again Ben Affleck, Gal Gadot's Wonder yeah. Woman, yeah. and uh, e- is it Ezra Miller? Uh-huh. Ezra Miller as the Flash, and um, he's good. He's really good. It doesn't look anything like, like the Flash, but he's really good.
2: Um, and then obviously Jason Momoa is Aquaman, which at the time I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna like this. And Aquaman turns out to be one of the best characters to come out of that movie. Um,
0: yeah. And then uh, I feel I like see. what I imagine Aquaman. I, I don't know much about Aquaman, but he does. That's not what I expect Aquaman to be. But but it, it was enjoyable. I I I you understand that.
1: I don't see it, though. I really yeah. don't like him as Aquaman. I think he's just kind of a jackass. And I know I think he's supposed to be, but yeah. he's, he doesn't have the charisma to make to win me over, in my opinion. Like, he doesn't win me over with his dickishness, I guess I should but say. But you haven't seen Aquaman, right? You've no, that's another one I haven't seen. That's the only other one, and unfortunately I haven't seen it, and I, I wish I had because that's another movie where they saw what Wonder Woman did. They saw what this movie did, and that movie – Looks I'm like corrected. an acid trip in color wise. It's so saturated, so bright and colorful. But I just hadn't seen it, just because I didn't make time, and also I'm not really a big fan of Aquaman. Uh-huh. But yeah, Justice League. Anyway, it's 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 a messy movie. It's weird that it came out the way it did. It do uh-huh. as great. It wasn't well received, but. It finally got DC to, you know, maybe do a 180 and go. Let's make some folk. Let's focus on some individual movies. Yeah, let's, let's which redeem ourselves.
0: I think that was the problem with Justice League is that like we needed to introduce some
2: characters before they the, that movie got muddied up with introducing the characters. It was the anti-Marvel. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marvel introduced all these
1: characters. Again, you out. Oh, he's back.
0: So it's the anti-Marvel. Marvel introduced all the char- their characters individually. Uh, and then DC didn't want to. You cut out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's an anti-Marvel. Uh, Marvel introduced all the characters individually in their movies. Mm-hmm. And then DC was like, let's just throw them all in a movie. And we'll see what people like and pull those ones out. Yeah. But I
0: feel like that just made, especially this movie then, too. Like it just, it took too long to introduce them then. Like they didn't.
2: You know, honestly, what they should have done, like, you know, they introduced Wonder Woman with, with Superman. Um, yeah. They got a little bit of Ray Fisher as Cyborg and Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yeah. Or, or uh, uh, Batman v. Superman. Um, right, right, right. And the same with Flash. They should have built those characters up on the side a little bit more in a couple more movies. If, yeah. If it was what they were going to do, even sure. if it was just a couple more movies. Um, and then bring them all together. But Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah, they – I mean – they really should have, and you know, I'll just say it. People always want to say they wanted to not be Marvel, they wanted to go against the Marvel formula. I w- I disagree so much with calling doing the right thing as the Marvel formula. <laughs> and I don't, I'm not trying to really say anything about DC, but focusing on it. individuals and bringing them together is a good formula. And Marvel it's just beat up to the punch and just created their universe. And it proved that it worked, and it proved what DC did wasn't. They wanted to go the opposite, probably because they didn't want to be called copycats. I'm sorry. There's nothing wrong with doing the right thing, which is establishing all your characters individually and bringing them all together. They did it in a – I mean, this isn't even an alien concept. Look at what DC did in the 90s with their Justice League cartoon. They already had two amazing cartoons, Superman the Animated Series and Batman the Animated Series. And – they ended and they i it was only those two but they had what 7 8 years of cartoons and built the justice league and fo- and that worked or I, i'm sorry if i'm trying i'm losing my train of thought but you 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 just have to focus on some individual characters but yeah It's also the tone. They tried to be a little too realistic from the get-go, and now they're making it cartoony, and it does work. It does work. These movies don't have to be for 30-plus-year-old adults who want to see darkness. Yes, I will totally agree with anyone who says, but that's what DC Comics are. Yeah, DC Comics are dark as shit. They are dark as shit. But when you're trying to capture everybody, and not just DC fans, but you're trying to capture everyone – You got to go with a good formula, which is focus on your characters and then band them all together for a big thing. And they didn't do it in Justice League. Like instead of uh, instead of like making a small villain, like maybe Brainiac or even Lex Luthor, for all intended purposes, Justice League probably should have had Lex Luthor and maybe a couple other villains. Um like them coming together to fight them. But instead mm-hmm. you pull out dark side and then halfway through you cut dark side out and make it one of his subordinates.
0: Yeah. I mean, that'd be like if the Avengers went straight for Thanos. Yeah. yeah. Lee's asking if we want to cut it here and what do two episodes? You guys want to do that? I know you said that's you want totally to fine. Yeah. I wouldn't mind cutting out. We've been talking for an
2: hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. We still have like three movies
1: are
0: uh,
2: two three. Shazam
0: and Birds of Prey and uh, talk about what's coming
2: Shazam and Aquaman
0: and Aquaman yeah so we have three and then what's coming yeah so let's cut it here i guess uh finish up next
1: time that's fine
0: uh do we want to do any catch up anything you guys want to talk about we've been out for like a month i feel like
1: i had my birthday and i got to spend it with dexter that was fun Yay. sweet okay I got, a, <laughs> I got a i got got myself a retro pie game console and having fun playing that
0: oh yeah um what have you been playing
1: uh i've been fishing through the nintendo and game boy library so i've been playing uh i i before we got on tonight since i had a little time to kill i played tetris there's nothing wrong with that man i played I think... tetris uh i played super columns on the game gear um, is that just Tetris for a Game Gear or something? Oh yeah, total clone <laughs> of Tetris.
2: Columns is straight up a rip off of Tetris.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> but based on colors, not shapes, to uh, mm. create to destroy mm. stuff. Um, okay. I I've been I've been just been combing through. There's a lot. 24,000 games. It's two dozen consoles. There is one console that does not work, so I probably need to call their customer servant and ask them how it works. It's the Super Famicom Disk System. I can't play Doki Doki Panic. That's oh man! I turn it on and it says, "Please, oh, please, uh, please switch to side B." And this is an emulator. I can't, yeah, I can't play. There's I no side B. It. I can't play it, but it's got the oh, it's uh, the the yeah, the Famicom Disk System, which was an add-on for the Nintendo, uh, the the Japanese Nintendo. Right. Uh, I played the suit, the Japanese Super Nintendo, the Super Famicom. It's kind of great. They dubbed all the Japanese games. Hmm. So they're all in, yes. the Japanese games are all in English. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, I fired up the Game Gear a few times. That's pretty neat. I, I I'll say this: it's a really neat little emulator console, but it came with knockoff Xbox controllers. Uh-huh. And the thing about the Xbox controller is, I've told Lee about this: the A and B buttons are flipped on mm. Xbox controllers than Nintendo controllers. So I went on Amazon and I bought a USB Super Nintendo controller. That's so the only legit games. thing to do, yeah. Ah, it's like for, bucks for problems two over here, Matt. Jeez, what? what hey, you you the difference between A and B? No, 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 no. It's That's not confusing. That it's they're no, it's they're flipped. So when you're like char- when you're doing certain moves and stuff for like games, uh, you have to you have to change your buttons. So if you grew up playing some of these games and you know what they are, you're messing mm, up. Yeah. So like instead of Mario jumping with A. You have to use B for him to jump, and then you have to use A uh, configuration to shoot fireballs and run fast. Okay. You run straight into stuff or fall off because yeah. you're so you used that? to the configuration. It's really difficult, so I went out and bought just, you know. I tried to find one in local stores, but it was yeah. ass beer, man. It was gross. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, well,
0: that's cool, yeah. That's exciting. Uh, I, I, uh, got, I got done playing uh, the game I was playing, uh, The Outer Worlds. And I, I I saw on uh, whatever it's called Xbox Game Pass that they had the the Untitled Goose Game, so I downloaded that and played through that. That's a fun stupid little game.
2: <laughs> you're yeah, just my, a goose. Like, got that on a Switch. Them. I've never tried it though.
0: It's fun because you're just a goose running so. around and you're just like bugging people and you have like a little you have like a list of like a to do list of things to do like steal steal this guy's slippers and i don't know have a picnic so you just <laughs> have to like go do things and, like people are constantly trying to like foil you because like you know it's like why does says goose have my thermos and then the guy runs after you and gets his thermos and and you have to like take the thermos over to the picnic blanket it's great uh and then my son loves playing it he, uh it's like pretty much the first game he's ever played uh we although we have been playing uh mario on my whatever the, it's called the that tiny Nes system. Oh, uh, the
2: mini. Yeah, uh,
0: um, but he he's been loving the goose game just by, just and like, all he does is run around and honk at people.
2: <laughs> so I downloaded uh, Super Mario Bros. 35 for I free see. on the Switch the other day.
0: Even is
2: um, that? it is a Super Mario Brothers battle royale game. Okay. Uh, oh, that's
1: thing! Holy shit!
2: You play Super Mario Brothers against 35 other people, and as oh, they eliminate yeah, yeah, yeah. bad guys, it throws them to your screen. It's
1: insane. Did you, get th- did you get Mario 35 though, the uh, or Mario All Star 35? Uh, we actually got that for Brody for his birthday. Oh, okay. I, I know you wanted it, but you weren't sure if you could justify it. Yeah, so we got it for Brody,
2: and I'll just steal it when he's done playing it. That's cool. So, I, but uh, we are. I'm gonna buy Super Mario Kart um, Live here, like in a few weeks, what? which looks fun super like mario just, Kart uh, live it's a game it's it's a game but it comes with a remote oh. that you control with your switch
0: yeah a little rc like so you're and playing it's got on a your camera your, your on it house. so it makes yeah. like
2: real world courses and stuff
0: yeah that's uh y'all, oh, yeah i i want to hear about that that looks insane
2: <laughs> yeah yeah that, i mean it's only that's the only thing you can say about it, it just looks nuts
1: yeah oh so, that's uh, cool one thing I know is uh, I did find a game on that, that RetroPie that I will never fire up based on morals. Custer's? Custer's Revenge. <laughs> that was on there. It's on there. If anyone <laughs> doesn't know, Custer's Revenge is an Atari game. And back then,
0: talk to anybody could
1: make a video game and get it published no matter how terrible it was. Custer's Revenge is a game about General Custer... Who is naked and there's a, a a Native American woman tied up and all you do is you run up and rape her.
0: Yeah, we talked about this. Terrible. One.
1: It's mm-hmm. bad so, and it's yeah. on there. I went to the Atari section and I went down the list and I'm like, right. is this on there? I looked and I went, oh, uh, yeah, there it is. Wow. That's a hard no. Right, <laughs> all right, right, fellas.
0: Yep. Uh, let's cut this off. Uh, you can find us online. Uh, Recordinglivepodcast.com on uh, Twitter and Facebook. I think Twitter were Rec Live Podcast and Facebook Recording Live Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, uh, Dexter J. where, What about you guys?
1: Uh, you know where to find me by now.
2: All right, Lee. As always, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Leaster37.
1: All right, also That's also where you can find Lee at OnlyFans, Leaster37
2: yeah be um, prepared to spend some money yeah i i don't give this this shit away for free brah
0: i would like some fans to uh go take care of that and leave us a message about how that interaction went uh otherwise yeah we'll <laughs> be talking about the rest of the dceu uh i don't know if we'll be able to get to it next time or not we'll, we'll have to talk but uh soon so thanks guys
1: have a good night thank you <laughs> you're right man <laughs> I yawned. <laughs> oh, okay.